Are you looking for more audio dramas to listen to? Seven Lamb has a unique show that changes genres every season. The series is simply called Story. Story is an audio drama with a different premise, genre, and cast of characters every single season. For example, season one, which is out now, is a dramedy that follows five friends who set to fulfill a challenging dream after graduating college. Their dream? To walk across America from Washington State to Key West. Season one is 26 episodes, and they're all out right now for your binging pleasure. In fact, Seven Lamb is currently releasing season two of Story, which is a thriller set on a Hebridean island. Val and Dee are trying to rekindle their marriage by sailing across the Atlantic, but things go horribly wrong when they find themselves shipwrecked on an island with a strange man. Season two is currently releasing with several episodes out already. So if you're looking for a new show to listen to, make sure to check out Story by Seven Lamb Productions. You can go to sevenlamb.com or simply search for Story wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks. Seven Lamb Productions presents Atlas Avenue B Case 3 The Gold Hawk Part 14 International Waters here you said you were upset and your family needed help oh that's so sweet also when you're not at home you cannot make pies and god damn it woman i need some pies and there it is so maybe if you can make me a pie preferably more than one and preferably right now then maybe i can help you and your irish family amish i i, I irish amish am am fish um ish am trek oh forget it Oh, good, because I already did. Paul, I appreciate the sentiment. I didn't give you no dirt. Sentiment, not sediment. (laughs) Although, I am proud of the fact that you know what sediment is. And all I mean, Paul, is that I appreciate you coming all this way, but but you just can't be here. Yeah, I can. I can be anywhere I want. And sometimes I can be in places I don't want. Like this place. It's so stupid. Why isn't there a TV in this room? And why isn't the heat on? And where's the computer? Paul... I've explained this many times. They don't use that kind of technology. It's an old-fashioned way of life. Like a donut? What? Like an old-fashioned donut. It's plain and boring, and now donuts have sprinkles and jelly and frosting. Actually, that's not a bad comparison. Thank you. But now I want a donut. Just then, two old people walked in from the other room. One had a long white beard, and the other was a woman. Honey, is everything all right? Paul, this is my ma. And this is my pa. Ma, pa, this is Paul. Well, hello there. What do you guys want? Paul, they don't want nothing. You're in their house. Oh, that's right. Ma and pa means mother and father. That's that's what the horse said outside. The horse said that? Uh, I mean, I mean the man riding the horse. That's what I figured. This is your boyfriend, dear? Yes. He surprised me by showing up. And while he often surprises me... This was a rare good surprise. I hope he's better than the last one. That man was no good for you, Bethany. I know, Ma. He took you away from us. But I wanted to go. 
I like living near a city. I like having air conditioning, TV, Netflix. Blasphemy! No, it's Bethany. They know, Paul. Hey, can we turn the heat on in here? It's cold. You mean put another log on the fire? No, Father. I mean walking over to the thermostat and putting that shit up high so my balls aren't as hard as a rock looking like an old man's brain. Oh, my. Paul, there is no thermostat. Oh, Jesus, there's nothing here. It's so boring. Yes, old-fashioned donut, remember? Mmm, I remember. And sadly, there's gonna be a lot less soon. How? I told you, Paul. A wealthy landowner wants to purchase this land, even though it's not for sale. And now, all the families around here are getting death threats. Mom and Pa are probably gonna move because no one wants to step in to help. No one cares about this poor Amish community. Paul? Hey, I, I I never noticed. My belly button's an innie. I, I always thought it was an Audi. Did you hear anything I said? Yeah. So, if anybody tries anything, just get a bunch of guns and shoot them when they show up. The Amish are peaceful people, Paul. We can't kill anyone. You can if you shoot them in the head. That's how I do it. Oh, my. Paul, that won't work. I'm helping Mom and Pa move their belongings. All the people here are getting ready to leave. It's the dead of winter, but can't handle any more threats. That's... Not true, dear Bethany. We plan on staying. But Ma, Pa, you can't. This is our home, Bethany. We won't be forced away. Well, then it's settled. Now let's make some pie. And by let's, I mean you and me do nothing. Um, are, are you okay? No, Paul, I'm not. She ran out of the room crying. I felt bad, but also hungry. Guess no one was getting any pie. Thanks a lot, wealthy landowner. Uh, Bethany. I can't make you pie right now. Maybe we should leave. You seem sad, and I gotta get back to work soon. No, no, I I, I can't leave, Paul. I, I have to stay. I have to help my family fight. I have to do something. Well, but how can you stay? You guys don't use guns, and all your vegetables are cold. Let's go home. No, Paul. I'm staying. This is where I grew up. But I can't help. I don't have any jurisdiction here. I barely have jurisdiction where I'm from. I know. That's why you need to leave. Leave? Yes, Paul. You need to leave. This isn't your fight. I'll take care of my family. But you need to go home. But what about you and and pie and and bubble baths? I'm sorry, Paul. Maybe I can help. No, Paul. Go. Leave this place. What? Go. Paul, go. Go? Go now. Shoo. Go home, Paul. You should have never come here. But, but... Go. Go, boy. Go home. Out. Scram. She kept shouting at me and waving her hands wildly. Get on out of here. Shoo. Go. Go. She shooed me all the way out the front door. Don't you ever come back, boy. This is for the best. Be free. Among the wild. Shoot, go on, get out of here. I finally turned and ran out into the cornfield. I took one last look at the house to see Bethany shut the door. Then I got on all fours and ran out into the woods where I belong.
Where's Dick? He said he had to get out for a while. He went for a walk. A walk? <sighs> a roll. Ah, okay. I walked over and sat on the bed with Lauren. It was early morning. Days had passed quickly and it was almost time for the big game. I had had several more interactions with Mr. Lynx, the head of the Mantis Mugs. He informed me that if I lost, he'd serve my liver with some nice Chianti, fava beans, and a small butter tart. Then he made the Hannibal Lecter noise and drooled on himself. I really do appreciate this, James. Do you trust Dick? I have to. He was working with Donald, you, me, Simon, and Byman. This was an intricate case. He was also helping the other field operatives. But Simon's dead. Byman is dead. Donald is... gone. (laughs) No need to remind me. (sighs) I hope this plan works. It has to. Otherwise, I may never see Donald again. You could always look at old pictures. That's not the same. Sorry, I was being facetious. Hmm, and here I thought it was a hint of jealousy. Should I not be jealous? Be whatever you want. I can't. I want to be a rock star, but I can't play the bass. It's not all about the bass. Tell that to trainer. Megan? No, my trainer. I hired a guy to teach me how to play bass. How did it go? Do I look like a rock star to you? Mm, Not the type of rock star you want to be, apparently. What does that mean? You pull this off. You will be a rock star. She looked down at her hand, spinning her wedding ring in slow contemplation. At least they won't send me his finger, right? I'm gonna win, Lauren. I'm gonna win, and we're gonna bring down Smush and get Donald back. We locked eyes. She slowly moved in and kissed me on the cheek. I wanted more. I wanted to pounce on her, but I figured that would be inappropriate. We couldn't have sex at a time like this. Maybe some over the pants stuff, but not full-on intercourse. What is it, James? But it was obvious she didn't feel the same way as I did. The reminiscing, the whale-watching tour... The abundance of sex. (sighs) You. You used me. Used my love for you. For you to gain my help. And yet I still care for you. I know. I know you love Donald, but... I grabbed her hand. What about us? I'm sorry. I went in for a kiss, but she pulled away this time. James. Well, you needed my help and you got it. Don't do this. I think Dick had the right idea. I'm going to go for a walk, too. He went for a roll, James. You know that. Well, I don't have a chair, so I'll have to do it the old-fashioned way. Like a donut? Sure. We weren't staying far from Gander Lake, so I figured it'd be nice to watch the sunrise over the calm water. It was cold out, but the only true thing I could concentrate on was She-Devil. She really knew how to toy with a man's heart. I heard Georgia the whale calling in the distance. There was a pain to the sound. I got up and walked along the stretch of the rocky beach. It reminded me of Rodega Bay. Stop, Locke. Stop thinking of her. She let you down. Again. Is this such a shock? 
Hmm. It was a long stretch of rock walkway that jutted out into the lake. At the very end, I could see a curved black fin. No way. I made my way to the end of the walkway to find the whale slowly swaying from side to side. Hey there, girl. It looked like she was trying to scratch her side. What is it, Georgia? What a weird name for a whale. What is it, girl? You hurt? Wait a second. I noticed something obstructing her blowhole. The morning sunlight sparkled off the small object. <sighs> oh, Jesus. Okay, easy, girl. I'm gonna help. Easy there. I stepped onto her back, trying to keep my balance. All I could do was hope she didn't take off or dive below. I inched closer and closer to the throbbing blowhole. That's when I saw the object clearly. Oh, shit! I reached in and pulled out the obstruction. Whoa! Whoa! I jumped back onto the rocks and she let out a gust of air. She dove under the water and a few minutes later breached, making a huge splash that instantly formed a rainbow across the cold mist. I smiled as she surfaced again and again, dancing for me. I looked down at the object. A fucking salt shaker. Be careful, Georgia. You may be out of that aquarium and relatively free, but don't trust people. I know I don't. I couldn't. I didn't trust Dick, I wasn't sure about Jacob, and I definitely didn't trust- James? She-devil! She stood at the end of the rock path by the sidewalk. What are you doing here? You ran out. I was worried. How'd you know I'd be here? I figured you'd come to the lake. Please, come back to the motel with me. I'm sorry about before. I'm sorry I misled you multiple times. But I truly needed your help. And I still do. I guess I'm just hurt because I wish you and I had what you and Donald currently have. She didn't know what to say. I put my finger under her chin and lifted it. It's fine. I understand. You needed my help, and now with Donald gone, you need my help more than ever. You love him dearly. It hurts, but I'll deal with it. We'll get him back. Thank you. And let's get back to the motel before- Hey! There you guys are. Dick! How'd you know we'd be here? It's the lake. Lauren told me you two went whale watching. I just figured. Okay, what's up? How was your walk? You know damn well. It was a roll. Why don't we get you a wheelchair rather than a stupid computer chair? Nah, I'm getting used to it. I just push off with this broom and I'm good to go. You hated it before, remember? Handicapped witch? Well now, I feel like a regular able-bodied witch. Riding a computer chair. Anyway, I'm here to tell you Jacob called me. He's stopping by. He found out where the game is being held. Where? You're not gonna believe it. Jacob strolled up behind us. Jacob! How'd you know we were going to be here? I didn't. This is where I've been taking my morning walks. Pretty, isn't it? This is shockingly coincidental. Like me finding my mailman delivering mail to my wife at one in the morning last Saturday. Uh, what? So where's this game being held? On a luxury yacht in international waters. International waters? What are we, flying to the East Coast? Not exactly. Atlas Avenue Beat, written by Robert M. Lamb, edited by Joe Hawthorne, starring Jack Austin as Locke, Amy LeRae as Edith, James Sweezy as Paul, Brian Messick as Arthur, Robert M. Lamb as Joey, Corey Pettit as Lauren, Aiden Diamond as Simon, Contendo as Byman, Mike Lenhart as Curator, John Harrow as Dick, Brett Wilkins as Donald, and Mallory Presley 
as Bethany. Co-starring Mitchell Beck, Evelyn, Seth York, Crystal Hall, James Brown, Cody Meadows, Louis Ferrant, Caitlin Spring, Dennis Caldwell, Amber Simpson, Sean Sullivan, Hope Ennis, Melanie Kissel, and Luke Hurt. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Also, check out www.7lamb.com for other podcasts such as this one. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 7lampodcasts and on Twitter and Instagram at 7lampodcasts. This has been a 7 Lamb production.